focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Please came to the kitchen neighbor and say, hello neighbor, what's your name please? Tell the person I celebrate you. Now clap for that neighbor and just honor, honor the neighbor. If your neighbor is not applauding you, ask them why now. Wow. Identity, authority, responsibility. Don't forget that. And I think it's one of the teachings, one of the things I've addressed a lot in teachings, that when we embrace new creation realities, which is great, we should embrace that. Um, A lot of people who teach stop at the point of identity I am God's righteousness I am saved I am eternally redeemed I'm one with God that's great that's identity and then some of the ministries focus a lot on the authority part so power gifts of the spirit um, the operation of the Holy Spirit and all of that but the third part is responsibility so the identity gives you legitimacy for the responsibility authority gives you capacity for the responsibility right if you take on the responsibility without the right identity you are doing stuff under false pretense so you're trying to withdraw the money without a valid id card right and if you're just so excited about identity and you don't take responsibility you are still a spiritual babe regardless of whatever gifts or talents you have if you dance around authority if you try to claim authority without identity, then you become like Simon the Sorcerer. Right? You just want to use the authority to reign or to, <laughs> to cash out. It's a business transaction. It's the business transaction for me. Right? So you don't want that. You want to get the order right. Identity. What's the next thing? It's like people on this side don't like to talk. Authority and responsibility. And responsibility is going to all the world and preach the gospel unto all creatures. Making disciples of all nations. Making disciples. And we're just so glad that we're privileged to be in the number. Alright, I want to share on portals today. Who's excited about that? Pray with me, trust God with me. It needs to be a series at some point, and I think that many people will get to know why that is the case um, as I go through today. Portals. What is a portal? I want to teach you a little bit. Am I prophesy and pray? Of course, we're going to pray as, as I teach. What's a portal? A portal is a doorway. If I send this to Pastor Lanas. I was supposed to send this to Barcelona's. I think my phone was hanging. Pardon me. Can we celebrate our online family and just let them know that we're excited to have them. Alright, so let's go real quick. What's a portal? A portal is a doorway, a gate, or other entrance especially a large and imposing one a doorway a gate or other entrance 
especially a large and imposing one if we can get a media you can just google sonic or um dr strange dr strange right um you guys who knows dr strange yeah. all right so i wanted to look for dr strange a short clip of dr strange in action um you know when the bible says the lord does strange things god is the real dr strange because Dr. Strange is able to manipulate elements in such a way that he opens a portal that can lead you into a different place or a different time zone. So what God wants to do today is that he wants to unlock portals in this house. That whilst you're still in this generation, you'll be ahead of this generation. Some of you, after today, your life will look radically different. And God is going to give us some early witnesses where two, three, four, five, six, seven people before the end of April are going to get some strange, strange miracles, strange open doors, strange access points into environments, not based on you trying to knock your head against the wall, but understanding the technology of the spirit. Somebody shout technology of the spirit that are superior to the technology of the Avengers because God is the one who avenges you. So a portal is a doorway, a gate, or other entrance, especially a large and imposing one. Now, a portal typically is an access point for transfer or for a change. So it's an access point for transfers or for a change. Now, a lot of people who are very into football, they know that there is something called a transfer what? A transfer window. That is the time span in which clubs can get players that they desire to sign up for their own teams. So that's a portal, if you will, or a timeline. Now, how many of us know that, I mean, Pastor Gideon mentioned so powerful about being in this space and God downloading stuff, right? So when you come to a gathering like this, prayer, intense fellowship and worship and all of that, God is downloading things, releasing things. Isn't that so? But do you realize that if you want to download stuff from your phone, what have you got to do? From the internet, you want to download something, what do you do? Data, connect, what else do you do? Browse, what else do you do? Come on, somebody get it. Search, click on download. Before you search, what do you do? You open a window. So the downloads in your life are a reflection of the windows have been opened in your life. <laughs> no downloads, no deposits. No open windows, no downloads. So there are certain windows that will be open as we speak, as we pray, as we preach, as we prophesy. God will be unveiling, unlocking, unraveling and all of a sudden, you just get the knowledge, the insight, the ideas. Please don't joke with the ideas God has given you. Don't be a prophecy collector. Prophecy is not art. Don't collect it as an item of storage or display. NFT. <laughs> just be, right? I mean, you should open, see... Open the window and see the download. Uh, sample will get it later. But don't store it 
prophecy is not for storage, it's for activation. So don't become a professional laying of hands receiver. Say, if you know how many men of God have laid hands on me. Question is, what have you done with the impartation? Because in a manner of speaking, impartation is an investment. Not by the preacher, but by God. To whom much is given, much is expected. Alright? So for things about downloaded, certain windows must be opened. Somebody shout, I receive open windows. Shout aloud and say, I am positioned under open windows. How many of you know that if I open a window, I want to do you good. And I open the window. And I pour stuff out the window. If you are not positioned, you are not likely to benefit from it. So the windows of heaven are open. But are we positioned? Now, why does God want to pour stuff? I said that earlier, but let me just mention it again. If you want to do a transfer of money in a different way. A transfer of money from your bank account to somebody else's bank account. You can do it on your phone, right? What do you do? You open a window, a portal. You log on to a portal. So portals are also impactful or necessary for transfers. Now, why does God want to pour stuff? He wants to pour stuff because you are raised to be an influencer. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. It said, if salt loses its saltiness, it is therefore good, enough, good for nothing, but to be thrown out in the streets and then to be trampled upon. Now, because you're an influencer, you have to examine what does that mean? Influence. One uh, definition of influence is like magic. Okay? They say it casts influence on somebody. That's like the person's under a spell. So, influence at some level looks like there is a spell somewhere. Let me give you an example. You listen, maybe like some of you, maybe the first time you listen to me, or maybe it still happens to you now, you haven't become familiar. You are you're just like your spell bound. Now, that's an English word. What they're saying is, it's so captivating or compelling that I pay attention even when I'm, there are some distractions. Now, that's a measure of influence. God wants you to hold your generation spell what? Let's go to Acts chapter 4. For those who might be like, ah, now, wow, is this the way it is? Acts chapter 4, go there real quick. One of the texts that we're going to use today. Uh, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Don't forget, you can pray under your breath as we go. Let's go to Acts chapter 3. 3. Mm. 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer. Look at someone, there's something about prayer. The hour of prayer, about the ninth hour. Let's go. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried. Now, whom they laid daily at the gate. Somebody say gates. Which means it's possible to be at the gates. And be stuck at the gates. This teaching is designed to move us beyond the gates. 
Many of us are at places where we're at the gate of something. You can sense it. You know people who have walked into what you're hoping for. You have a collection of testimonies, a compendium. If we were to publish a book, you have enough articles. But look at your neighbor and say, I'm not sitting at the gate any longer. I'm feeling like you're sleepy or tired or sloppy or slothful. Would you look at somebody and say, I'm not sitting at the gate any longer. I'm not sitting at the gate any longer. I'm not even going to accept the blue gate UPS. I'm not staying at the gateway hotel. I'm walking through every gate in my life. I'm walking through. I'm not an alligator, but I'm going to get beyond the scope. I'm cutting through the gate in my life. I want somebody who's really ready to move. There's some sitting down there like, like they're waiting for an angel to appear and look for three people and tell them, I forbid you to stay any longer at that gate. I forbid you to stay any longer at that window. I forbid you to stay any longer at that doorway. I forbid you to stay any longer at that place. You must move. You must enter. You must step in. Somebody stretch your leg like a lizard and say, I step in and I enter. If there is any gate you must stop at, the gate of unemployment, the gate of pre-employment, the gate of fear, the gate of waiting and waiting. We will get back to you. Don't worry. Wait, we'll get back to you. Don't worry. Wait, we'll get back to you. No, I'm not waiting any longer. If it's mine in Christ, I'm going for it. If it's mine in God, I'm seizing it. If I feel it, I'm going to eat it. If I feel the rabbit, I'm going to step into it. I am not staying still. I am not Lot's wife. I'm not a pillar of salt. I am moving. I'm a man on a mission. I am advancing, accelerating at the speed of God. Somebody take Samson the spirit and pray in the Holy Ghost. They move beyond the portal. Ketan Kayaba, Akosi Bakosia, Adenga Kosiamata. They move beyond the portal. They move beyond the set place. I am the set man for my assignment and I'm moving for all of God's plans. Somebody clap those hands right now. How many of you get frustrated when you enter your URL and you click search or enter or go and the thing is doing loading. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not going to load that status any longer. Loading. 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 Ding, ding. Loading. I'm not loading any longer. I'm getting everything. Gone, gone, gone. David, you hear what I'm saying? I refuse to lie at the gate of prophecy. I refuse to sit, to make my bed at the gate of what I was called to enter into. I am not at the gate to take a selfie. I'm not at the gate to act as if I'm almost there. And I see people for almost a year. I've seen them for almost a year. They're crying all over this house. And I see them. Oh, well, well, they're really trying. We can see the effort. We're giving you A for energy. No, sir. No, man. That devil is a liar. I am not a tolerator of prophecy. I am grounded in the center of God's promises. So what am I hearing what I'm saying? Somebody shout, I enter. Shout louder, I enter. They laid him at the gate of the temple, which is called what? 
some men here, you have been at the gate of beautiful women. But they've not given you access. Every man shout, I enter. Don't forget, it's only one temple, though. Because some men, they have temple, they have synagogue, they have cathedral, they have tents, they have, they have different territories of women. It's only one before you be entering different places. And you enter after you get the license. He was at the gate called beautiful, but he had an ugly situation in a beautiful place. You may be seated because we need our energy today. But stand whenever there's prophecy or activation or you just want to walk or you catch something, shout if you have to. Right? Now, the issue is that some of us, our situations are quite ugly. We are not ugly. Our situations are ugly. But because we are in a beautiful place, we are not really feeling the pressure. Are you getting that? So you don't have money, but all your friends have money. So even before you ask, they give. So you don't know how ugly the situation is. Lord, irritate me into my destiny. Let me not have premature settlements. Let me not build an altar and think that's the city you promised me. Abraham built many altars, but he kept on looking for the city whose architect and builder is God. He was looking for this gathering, this assembly, where it was not just going to be only him hearing the voice of Jehovah, but that all of us could host the power of God and journey like he journeyed to God until the earth is filled with the glory of God. May I not, you know, kill Goliath and say that's the end of my CV. When there are 400 mighty men to raise, a city to conquer, a tabernacle of praise. You know, David built a tabernacle of praise and in that tabernacle, praise was offered 24-7. He had priests that he paid just to praise the Lord. So even when God is going to come, guess where God is going to come? Zion. The city that David built. Are you hearing that? He will still come back and rule. That's where Jesus will rule from on the earth. Are you hearing that? Just like he went up through a portal at Olivet. He will come in. <laughs> you know, I want you to understand something about man and God. Because sometimes we're like, is God, does God? God created man and gave him volition like God. So there are many things that are in the region of negotiation. Not because God cannot, I don't want to use the word bully, God isn't bully. Not because God cannot override, but because God wants intimacy. So there are many matters he will override. There are many matters he will allow you, invite you. Right? So Lady Mother Gate called beautiful. Let's let's keep on going. Help me, media. Help me, media. Alright. And uh, and a certain man named the Lady Delia the Gate called Beautiful to ask alms from those who entered the temple. He asked alms from those who entered the temple. So he was asking people who were entering the temple, but he was not entering the temple himself. And after a while, I believe he had just maybe just 
forgotten anything about entering the temple many of us in our minds we don't see certain things happening for us or through us we have not imagined the dead being raised through our words or our prayers or listen even through our books we have not imagined that i mean we might have heard ministers say oh somebody was dead and and they said place the phone near his ear and maybe place a book on his body and the power of god was transmitted and you're saying well it's not for people like me because i'm just a hair stylist could it be possible that the cecilia could carry anointing to raise the dead that as women as wearing the hair they are literally carrying god on top of their head because have you noticed that there are so many needs on earth and God wants to meet them so do you think that God is just going to wait for these needs to be met by people traveling to a city or a prayer mountain don't you think that God said go into all the world and if I'm to go into all the world it can be that God wants to reserve the miracles to only secluded places that he wants people to wear Jesus is my doctor and angels are my nurses as t-shirts and organ failure is reverse. That is the age we're in because it promised the former reign and the latter reign at the same time. So I told you yesterday, King, George, priest, right? David, King and priest, George was fragmented. Solomon, King and George, priest was fragmented. God is raising a generation where kingship, priesthood, and justice will dwell in individuals everywhere they go. That means you're going to see a rise of many people who are competent ministers of the New Testament who are amazing business persons and they still run an NGO. A social justice. But there is a way, there's a, there's a how. Because people just copy things. I don't understand the reinforcements behind it. Isn't it a case of if that person can do it, I can do it. Is if the spirit of God wants me to do it. Because the spirit of God is helping them do it. It's okay to be a person of purpose. And I have, I mean no disrespect in any way. Those books have really helped. If you've read Purpose Driven Life and Purpose Driven Church, amazing books, great books. But you know the truth of the matter is, as a believer, you should actually be spirit driven. The Bible says, and Jesus was driven by the spirit into the wilderness. So, of course, the Spirit will unlock and uncover God's purpose for you. But you see, if you get stuck on purpose, when God switches your assignments, you might not notice. Are you following that? Just be like Philip. The Bible says that God used Philip in Samaria. There was great joy in the city. Demons were checking out and all of that. And at some point, God lifted him out of the place. Took him to minister to just one person. Now, if it was like, Samaria is my purpose, he branded himself Samarian Evangelist for Life. S-E-F-L. The man of God. Do you know that even before he went to Samaria, he was a deacon. Serving tables. So, your assignment can change. 
So don't get stuck on your own understanding of your purpose in the now. Get stuck on the spirit of God. So that as your purpose evolves, your assignment evolves, you are flexible enough to move and not go, oh, I've already built so much in this area. Lady Mother Gate was begging alms and guess what happened then? Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms and fixing his eyes on him. With John and Peter and uh, John and Peter said, look at us. Somebody says spellbound. Say, look at us. Look at us. Where will your generation go? Oh, the divorce rate is XYZ. XYZ. Somebody shall look at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's getting it. Elijah is not coming to come and call down fire again. Peter is not coming to come and do walking on water demonstration. You know, if Peter was a believer today, he might start, start the master class. How I walked on water. Water walking master class. WWMC Gate Fee 20 vats of Bethlehem wine 200 loaves from the bakery in Samaria. Look at somebody say Elijah is not coming. Tell the person say Esther is not coming. Say Jeremiah is not coming. Tell them they don't need to come because the spirit is in you. Shout aloud, the spirit is in you. Look at us. In other words, we can influence things. And why is that? Because we have been influenced by God. We have been influenced by God. So influence has a source. Right? You can't influence until you've been influenced. So why does God open portals? He opens portals, write this down, for influence. God opens portals for kingdom influence. Open doors, open windows, open gates are for kingdom influence. Every time you see that in the Bible, and we're going to look at quite a number of scriptures, but every time you see an open door, open window, open gates in the Bible, it's for influence. Now, if you're really going to understand influence, then think about influent. Influent. Because influential is influent ill. El being the suffix. Influence. So, influence means that there is something in me that is fluent. There's no obstruction of that message or substance internally. Therefore, I can influence other people with it. Now, if you've watched some of the uh, videos of Hitler, even without understanding German language, you can feel the spirit. Speaking in tongues. He was so influential. Why? Because himself and his message were completely aligned. They said that in India, people would listen to Mahatma Gandhi for hours. Mahatma Gandhi for hours. Because his life was in absolute congruence with the message. And so influence does not happen when you are speaking articulately with your words, but incoherently with your life. oratorical in speech stammering in character (laughs) 
So God influences us to influence other people. John said that which we have seen, which we have heard, which we have handled. The word of life. I can put this in another way. That which has handled us. We are in the grip of grace. The change happens that way. And when God has changed the believer or the man, woman is going to use, then he begins to open and open and open. Do we have my table? I'm not ready for it. Do we have the table? Pilan? We have it? All right. We're not ready for it yet, but I'll let you know. If I don't ask for a remind me, say, Pastor, where's the table? So let's define a couple of things. What's a window? A window, you can project that if you have it. A window is an opening in the wall or roof of a building or vehicle fitted with glass in a frame, oftentimes fitted with glass in a frame to admit two things, one of two things. Light and light and air. <laughs> the light is the representation of Jesus. The air is a representation of the Holy Spirit. And why would God open windows? Because God wants to vent. How many of you remember two Sundays ago when we're all boiling in this place? Y'all have forgotten. Oh, tea moving back, Eh, so you had the Banuja that Sunday. Now we come with Please can you celebrate my leaders Our leaders in this house The make stuff Make stuff happen We call on Busaya Not celebrating leaders One day you might become leaders eh? Right You know what happened There was heat but there was no ventilation. Are you following this? No window was open. I wonder who's boiling in your generation because you have not opened the window. We were in the right place, but we were sweating. A believer can be in the right place. If some windows are not open, you'll be sweating. And you'd be like, am I really sure God sent me to this industry? Did God really send me here? Am I supposed to be in Nigeria? For some of you, you don't need relocation. You need window opening. If God should open certain windows for you in Nigeria, all the Sanada plants you have is for some of you. Somebody shout, I understand what Pastor is saying. It's because some windows have not opened. Because there are some places in this Nigeria that don't look like Nigeria at all. You were in the right place. But the windows were not open. And there was sweat. And there was heat. And there was all of that. I want to pray this morning or this afternoon. For anybody who's stuck in a situation. Where maybe they don't even know where the windows are. When we're done in this session. The windows will be open. You will see them open. You will see the influence of the light. And the life of God. You will see that the right spirit breaking into that environment. In the name of Jesus. So we know we have Jesus in our hearts, but you're not seeing light in that space. You're not seeing air. 
windows must be open number two what is a door a door is a hinged sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building a room or vehicle or in the framework of a cupboard so it's a hinged one it can be sliding can be revolving oftentimes a barrier and many of us have come to doors they're just saying you know it can be so annoying when you can hear the sound of abundance of rain but one drop has not even fallen on you look at somebody say my prophecy must not be audio pray that one remain seated but pray it in one minute every prophecy I received every word I received everything God spoke in my heart everything I wrote down in November when we did spiritual growth quest everything that God dropped deposited as a thought and an idea I walk in the material manifestation of every word. Every word my pastor gave me, every word my ministry director gave me, every word that came for me through one of my siblings in the house. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Number three, a gate. What is a gate? A gate is a hinged barrier used to close an opening in a wall, a fence, or a hedge. A hinged barrier used to close an opening in the wall, a fence, or hedge. Let's look at the table so we can see the distinctions between uh, the windows, doors, and portals. You know, I like to put things in tables because... Yeah, pardon? It's profit table. Just helps you see more. Oftentimes, when you see windows, they lead into rooms. Doors often lead into houses. Gates often lead into cities or estates. Okay. Is somebody following this? <laughs> Follow it though. Herein lies. Herein lies the levels of men. There are men that are in the room level of life. By men, men and women, individuals. There are those who are able to build houses, but there are those who conquer cities. Windows are often for exposure and expectations. In other words, how many of you have heard the term window shopping? In window shopping, what are you doing? You are just seeing what's available. You are walking past. You know, many Nigerians, they, they can't relate. Because the shops you have in Nigeria, there's no window. You don't see the window. There's no see-through anything, Zev. But if you go to London, someone said London. London. Call it with respect. Say London. <laughs> there are many, many shops. Many. Not just London. Yeah, different places. Many, many shops that you can literally uh, salivate if you're looking through the windows. Right? So a window has a measure of transparency, till I should get in this, that gives you exposure and expectation.
and exposure and expectation they are very critical to the fulfillment of prophecy because there is a reason joseph becomes a slave in potiphar's house potiphar's house was not a bad place it was a window of opportunity he was being exposed now how many of you have maybe driven past a house before and at night you could see everything in that house because their windows were what when god opens a window for you he's not just trying to pour blessings he's trying to give you exposure there's a reason yes yes there's a reason david was a psalmist in saul's palace before he becomes king because god opens windows before he opens doors and if you're militant enough you can break down gates window saul's minstrel or saul's uh, hop guy doors He's now got to begin to build an army or a house, 400 men. It's amazing that God opens doors for him, opened it so much, the room in which he raised the soldiers had no door. It was the cave of Adulam. Gates when he conquers territories. Are you following this? Window, Potiphar's house. Door, coming as a solution provider to the prime minister. Gates, in control of the economy of Joseph. You see, I've taught you before, I don't just preach messages, I'm preaching curriculum. This is what I'm preaching now. People start preaching it as commonplace in five or ten years. I'm not even being boastful. It's just the age where the church has come to. Yep. Windows are oftentimes for escape. So you can escape the feelings of lack by window shopping. Come on, somebody. Just want to feel good. I feel good. You don't have the money, but you have the mind. Just be scrolling. Is anybody here? What is a screenshot? <laughs> full of screenshot. Is anybody here? Don't be embarrassed, but there's somebody here this weekend. You're like, ah, I don't even have clothes again. I don't have clothes, and you really don't have. Raise your hand, whoever the person is. Is that you? Okay. Raise your hand now. Don't be shy. All right. So Bukola and. Abimbola, we're going to buy some clothes for you. So I, I want people who want to join me and PLT in doing that. And Timbozan is up. Not for the buying of clothes, so to to help give the clothes. Alright. Alright. So anybody that wants to see let in fact let's Antibimbo be our collector for this one. Yeah, we just me, I'm not seeing any other hand again. I can see some hands coming up. That one OT pass now. I've taught you guys before. Listen, when God opens a window, jump in. You have a window of opportunity. It's prophetic teaching. Whose hand was up at the first time? The initial installment. Okay. 
Debbie, me and Jade will be included. Oh Lord, I want. It's just that now, if you wanted to buy Abel 5 5 before, we might now just buy two and a half, two and a half. <laughs> There's budgets. <laughs> All right, but please take down the names, uh, admin, and uh, I was going to say Pastor Bimbo. Is the Lord saying something? Escape. Doors now mean I'm engaging it. There's now an engagement there. Okay? And gates means I'm now established. Because when I get to the gate level, I determine who brings in what door. So there's a level of the church that has been been stuck for so long on windows. Whether we should tight or not tight. Will my tight open the window or not? Somebody say stuck. Then right now in the church where we are is doors. Lord, open door. Open door for me. But when Jesus speaks about his church, he didn't say the windows of hell or the doors of hell. He said in the church he speaks of, I'm debating about windows and doors. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Then the what? Then the what? Then the what? Will you tell your person, we're not here to argue about windows. We're not here to argue about doors. We're not, we're not here to argue about, should I do this or do that? No. We're in movement. We're on mission. We're on mandate. We're in commission. We operate like a militant anointing and the grace of God to be able to break loose territories. For as long as you focus on windows, you're not a big threat to the devil. there's only so much windows can accommodate how many of you have been to a place before when there was fire outbreak or something and everybody was trying to get through the door and they got stuck at the door Uji is crying for the church church window 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 So, escape. And I'll show you from the Bible. We don't have enough time to look through all the... I could show you different places where there was escape through a window. Engagement through the door. Establishment and gates. Glimpses. The window level, I just see glimpses of it. So, when you pray prophetically or pray in session, and you see a revelation, a window was open for you. You saw something. Now, the thing about a window is, sometimes, if you breeze past it, you know you saw something, but you're not sure what you saw. That's why dwelling is an asset. He does not say taking glimpses at Jesus. Beholding as in a glass. The glory of God. So the guarantee for transformation is not glimpses. Some of us have got glimpses. I just glimpsed at God. God, God, you are good. You are good. You are kind. You are sweet. I'll record that song. I'll put some more there. Doors, I'm grabbing it. I'm taking it. And when I get to gates, I'm breaking grounds. Windows increase my desire. When I step into a door, I've made a decision to exit a place. To exit a space. And when I get to a level of gates, boom, dominion. I'm not sure we're going to have time to read it, so let me just cite it. I believe it's 
Find it for me, Judges chapter 14 or 15. Don't remove the table, just find somebody shout it to me. Where the Bible says that Samson went to one of the cities of the Philistines and he lifted the gates. That's why even in industrial terminologies, there are people called gates keepers. Pardon? Judges 16.3. Okay. Momentarily take this off. Let's read it so people don't think the pastor is forming fairy tales. Be like, oh, this pastor has sweet mouths. How can someone carry a gate? It's not even possible. That's what happens when you're dealing with the spirit of might. See, because some people believe that ah, human beings can carry windows now. Just a window. Human beings can carry doors. But people don't believe human beings can carry gates. Some of you, you will not just be gatekeepers in spaces. You will carry gates. And Samson lay low. This is what Olumide was saying uh, in his devotional charge about how the lion just chills. Do you remember? Until it's time to pounce. But when it's time to pounce, the lion knows. Hmm. Balaka, I can leap up to 11 meters. I just need to make sure that my direction is right. Because speed without direction is not a blessing. It's a burden. That's what they call Bembela. That was the issue with Saul. He was a Bembela. He was from the tribe of Benjamin. One man, Be. Bebe. Bebelube. Bebeto. How do I know? Samuel said, don't offer sacrifice. I'll come and offer sacrifice. Uncle Benjamin said, do you know who I be? Samuel shot my me, I'm tall. Can I see the center of your head? He went to go and offer sacrifice. <laughs> Samuel got there and said, Kavish. <laughs> Literally, because it was the king. Somebody say, sometimes you lay low. That's what we're doing this weekend. You're laying low. Took time off your business, off your social media, off your family. Lay low till midnight. Then he arose at midnight and he took hold of the doors of the gate of the city. And because someone says it's only door. No. He held the door within the gate and then lifted the two All the people that were drinking in the bar. <laughs> and all the money, all the bar, bar and all, put them on his what? And carried them to the what city says? Hebron was a consecrated place. So he went into the territory of the enemy and he removed their goalposts. You know when a team wallops another team, they say they own the team and they remove their goalposts. Why? Because Samson was a striker. Look at your neighbor. Say, stop playing defense. Stop playing defense. You're waiting for the enemy to attack all the time. And it's the attack of the enemy that sponsors your prayer life. Ah, it looks like there's something wrong. 
Someone almost slapped me today. Then as you're playing the sense, you're playing. Are you hearing this? He took the post, the door, the gate post, put them where audience. Because the government shall be what? On his shoulder and gates represent government. How do I know they represent government? Because they represent customs, they represent trade, they represent international trade. The bulk of the earnings of a government is at the gates, including the people who. Oh, wow. By the way, what happened 20th of October? Very prophetical. Nothing has not died. We can't. But let's not. I'm trying my best not to talk about Nigeria this immersion. Because that one, just, somebody shout gates. By removing this, it meant that he cost them their economy. That means anything could enter and anything could come out. Are you following this now? Some of us have gates in our life that we have not taken authority over. In the book of Isaiah 61, find that verse for me. I have it written somewhere here. It says, yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let me just go there since I feel the fire of God. Isaiah 60, Isaiah 60 from 9 to 11. Isaiah 69 to 11. It says to show you that even what I'm saying is not just contemporary wisdom or contemporary knowledge about excise duties and customs duties and transfer and all of that. Isaiah 60 verse 9. Surely the coastland shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar that's their silver and their gold with them. Somebody say commerce. Where should they take it? To the name of Lord your God. Where did Samson take the gates to? Hebron, the hill of God. So gold and silver you can't take to the hill of God. You would make a shrine. You would make an idol. Damn, this money is too much. How can I give one church? One pastor. How can I give one? Ah, it's, oh, it's too much. A young church, let them grow. <laughs> and the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified, go to verse 10, real quick. The souls of what? For foreigners to come, must they pass through a gate or not? Either a sea gate, an air gate, a land gate. They must pass through a gate. So a gate, when you open a gate in the spirit, through militant intercession, you begin to attract another kind, different from the kind you're used to. Oh, I wish somebody was awake and alive to see this. Some of you are used to a certain level of influence, a certain level of the anointing, a certain level of power, a certain level of healing, of miracles. That means a gate needs to be opened because when foreigners are not coming, that means gates are closed. If all your earnings are in Naira, gates are closed. If all your healings are on one level, gates are closed. If everybody in a church, pardon me, I may not disrespect, they are all from the tribe of the pastor, call the gate the gates are closed. Open the scripture. If everybody within the stomach from a Bedisha, a Bedishaz, that means the gate of this community is still unclosed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's about to be a militant disruptive disruption, energy in the Holy Ghost that gates must be opened. 
You know that thing we're talking about in that place yesterday. The Lord was showing me something about this. He said many times the sons will come first before the kings now bring their wealth. And that person that is doing the session with you is a very strategic one. Because sometimes God is going to wash up into your life. You don't know who is behind them. So you despise the woman by the well. You have lost a city. Look at that Ashewu nonsense person. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No, I am the righteousness of God. I am Christ Jesus. As in, if Jesus had had that posture, a whole city gone. Sometimes the ministry to a city is behind the prostitute. Sometimes the key to the city. Thank you, GB, for mentioning that because there's something I was going to even tell you, as in everybody. The key to the city, right? Sometimes is in the bunch of keys of the prostitute. The ministry of Jesus was in the history of that woman. So we don't despise anybody. Now, somebody shout, the gates must be open. Before Jericho's walls fell, Rahab Rahab the prostitute, they made a deal with Rahab. And what did Rahab say? Rahab said, I will let down a scarlet thread through what? A window. 
we already have a scarlet thread in the window. What's the scarlet thread? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the bridge that helps us to see, to window shop in the mall of the spirit. By virtue of that, that red thread, we're able to ascend. That's why we're singing the song, I enter the holy of holies. I enter by the blood of the lamb. The scarlet thread was the bridge in representation. Rahab is fallen humanity, the debased one who is trying to find security on a high place called the penthouse. And God is saying to Rahab, it does not matter how high up you go in Jericho, if you are not born again, you will die in Jericho. So social status does not translate to spiritual identity. But before I give you the gates, guess what's got to happen? Open the window. So when God opens the window over your life and it pours blessing, what's the blessing? Endorsement, validation, release, insight. It is not supposed to end just at the window level. It's God, my boss has favored me so much. Give me the gate of this company. It does not mean I'm going to be the CEO of that company. But it means I'm going to be a priest in that place. And from behind the scenes like Daniel, I begin to release spiritual influences in the place. And I begin to open the door for more believers to enter. I begin to shine through your light. And I can become a master soldiers of God's glory. To the end that darkness will have no choice but to flee. So their king shall minister to you. So don't despise the sons. Oh. Because they are kings. Mm -hmm. Minister to you. Not they'll meet your needs. For in my wrath I struck you. But in my favor I have had mercy on you. Verse 11. Therefore. Oh, Therefore what? Therefore you what? Your gates shall be open continually. How many of you have paid on Flutterwave or PayPal or Barter? You've made a payment on all of that. Why are they called? Payments what? <laughs> payment gateway. Have you made payment by 6 a.m. before? Have you made it by 9 a.m. before? 3 p.m. 4.12. Midnight. That is a gate that is continually open. Some of you, your financial gates are only open between 25th and 30th of the month. Somebody shout, I am like my pastor. Any day can be a new day. Praise in the spirit. Praise in the spirit. Any day can be a payday. My primary gateway might be my salary, but I'm trying to see Kentucky, but no, 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 no. There are gate increases you need in the house. The gate increases you need in this mission. It cannot be once or twice a month that a credit comes into your to your account. No, no, no. It can be any day. My gateway, my payment gateway, my inflow gateway open continually in the name of Jesus. What it also means is if you don't have a payment gateway, go and get one. 
What does that mean? Have a website. I have a number of websites, different websites for different things. And I didn't start now saying because your pastor will start now. I registered about 15 domains as far back as between 2010 and 2012. My do- personal domains. And some of you don't even know that you can sell domains. Are you aware that is a business where you can buy domains for $20 and sell it for $250? Are you aware? Somebody say, my gates are open. Shout loud. I say, my gates are open. I only said $250 because I, I think some people might be scared. But let me tell you, you can sell domains for tens of thousands of pounds. This might be somebody's instruction. Might be. See, wealth is not money. Wealth is what we have in God which is the infinite treasure of knowledge and understanding in Christ. So your pastor can use an example and you become a billionaire through that. He said, why? They shall not be short day or night that man may bring bring to you the... Are you the one to run after the wealth of the Gentiles? What are you to do? Stay in the territory, in the assignment, in the place. Ensure that those gates shall open. See, because if God sends the wealth of the Gentiles and people come there and your gates are closed, of what use is it? There's a lot more to teach. Did somebody receive something here? Go back to that table. There's a lot more to teach, but I feel feel the anointing. Sense the anointing for us to push in prayer. And after we push in prayer for something like 15 to 20 minutes, we're then going to go on the prayer walk, which will possibly take another 30 minutes to an hour. When we see a window, thank you for this graphic, please. I just give them the content. I need to put the, but I like the illustrations to help you see. When you see a window, you see through right? That's what you see through. When you see a door, what do you do? Step through. Gates spread through. So a window, a window of opportunity is an opportunity. With a door, you're knocking on the door. You're making a request. But when you get to the gate level, possession. Say your children will possess the gates. He didn't say the windows. If you're still in the envy level, you are a window shopper. That's why envy is a big deal. And I I mean no disrespect, all of us have grown through different things. Right? See, there's no way you possess a gate and people will not chop under you. In other words, where you will not meet the needs of people. So, gate prayers are not for selfish people. They're not. If you want to possess gates, then you know that there will be houses, there will be estates, there will be settlements, there will be this one, there will be that. You spread it. I'm no longer seeing myself on the premise of, oh, trusting God for my first million dollars and all of that. I'm not saying I'm I'm not expecting, I know what to do with one million dollars, I know. But you know what I'm saying in my spirit? Thinking, how many millionaires and dollars can I raise here in the next 24 months that's where I am at isn't like 24 months is too short have you heard about crypto 
forget about gaming forget about metaverse architecture have you heard about exports international trade somebody raise your hand say Lord I receive open windows why are open windows important because you will see through it's difficult to spread through anything you haven't seen through that's why God opens the window first so you begin to so when you go on window shopping you start saying what I will combine this dress with what I wear this shoe on that's what exposure does it shows you the possibilities of the permutations and combinations of resources before they come and so when God opens windows it's oftentimes a spiritual or a visual or an inspirational thing windows are oftentimes inspirational visual they are not if you get a blessing through a window a material blessing is not really going to be like a big material blessing as it were right oftentimes it's going to be an inspirational thing except you use the window to possess the gate and and i will show you a scripture now there are so many verses i wrote but you can't even go through it but we should do do you think we should do a series on this i'm not sure whether we can squeeze into this year or maybe next year but god gives you blessings now the reason you should know that god's blessings are not money is that god does not spend money they don't spend money in heaven. They don't mint money. So how will God give you money as blessing? That's disrespecting you now. Something he does not spend. He will now say that's the way he wants to bless you. What he does is that he puts on you something that makes money look for you. That's what he does. A grace. Favor. A dimension of grace. That's also what happens when you sow. When you sow, what happens is, yes, sometimes you might get money that is multiples of what you gave. But what is happening really is not that God now sent money. What God is that he unlocked grace. So you gave that $1,000. And you're like, oh, wow, I gave that. And then two months later, you get $10,000. The equation there is not give $1,000 to get $10,000 is that when you give $1,000, you were just thinking about yourself. No. When you give $1,000, what you did was that you released grace into a life that needed resource. It was not money that registered in heaven. It was flow of grace. If you gave to your pastor, it was God saying, oh, this person recognizes my grace. And whatever you can recognize and respect, I can trust you with more of. So more grace than comes. Now, when you bless me, I thank you. I thank God. Grace, gracias. So there's a multiplication of praise from righteousness. That's what multiplies. It's not an equation that used to manipulate God. If you want one million, give hundred thousand. It's not. It's not like that. And that's why sometimes you give one million, no million is coming. But grace has been released. And that grace will find material manifestation in a form that God chooses as the most appropriate for your assignment at the time you need it the most. Because when you put it as an equation, if you do it two or three times and it doesn't happen, ah, so in a ripping does not work. It's an eternal ordinance. It must but, but work. But what are you saying? What are you ripping? So what happens through windows? Blessings. 
when you get to the door level, God now wants to begin to build. Why? Doors are for houses. If I can't trust you with a house, I will kill you with the city. The city will kill you. This is the reason, guess what? The children of Israel did not possess the gates of the enemy until they were banded as tribes or houses. who understand it so it is tribes that take territories one man by his grace and by the apostolic ordination in his life Joshua he can break open the gates but it's the tribes that will take territories this is the reason no matter how anointed, talented, powerful, multi-gifted a pastor is, he can open the gates. He can mark the floors. He can even manifest in some of those territorial applications. But it's the people that God has risen that will occupy. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Joshua is not going to occupy every piece of ground in that place. Oh, but my pastor does many things. Yes, as a picture of what God has sent you to do. I'm not just doing random things though. I'm opening gates. I'm opening gates. There's a generation of preachers and pastors that are coming behind me who will look at me and say, oh, this is the model for what God wants to do in this season. Not from a place of superiority, but from a place of the church needs to enter into an age of the fullness of the glory of God so we are not fragmenting, preserving, punctured. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And making people feel guilty for not being in full-time ministry. Can we pray a little bit? Let's pray in the spirit for a minute or two. For the house of the Jesuas.
new dimensions ivaruga nigabado new dimensions engavana nana we see different ishala nana nana we see better ivaruga niyamana kavanada adaba beliza flyrivers rivers eshakalaga bada nana nana of life giving waters ibratusa evada yanana nana nana egamana nana nana we come into new realms ivatika in Jesus name we have prayed all right let's go real quick let's go real quick to our side Genesis 6 write this down Genesis 6 16 you shall make a window for the ark and you shall furnish finish it to a cubit from above and set the door of the ark in its side you shall make it lower second and third decks I don't want to get into theological tension but if you read the account of the story of Noah it will occur it will appear as though there was only one window for the ark crazy stuff how do you keep all the species of animals and all of that in an ark and there's only one window God is saying if I can find one opening I can do what I want to do I will do what I want to do in your life when it was time for them to come out guess what he sent he also sent out himself he said so it came to pass at the end of 40 days Genesis 8 6 to 9 and the 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made and he sent out a ribbon which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth he also sent a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground but the dove found the resting place for the sole of her feet and she returned into the ark to him and so forth and so forth somebody say we're opening the windows please can you shout aloud and say we're opening the windows let's read from Elisha the book of Elisha 2nd Kings chapter 7 2nd Kings chapter 7 Uh, maybe before we do Second Kings, one moment. Onina koni atami nadosia fadidas, fozida makalibas. Let's go to. Help me, Lord, now. Uh, Daniel six verse ten. Daniel six verse ten. Then we'll go to Second Kings later. Daniel 6 Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed he went home and in his what? Upper room So many times when you see this prophetic windows is in the upper room the upper chamber the upper part of the ark the window was from a cubit below the height of the ark so the air was to come in and then circulate was some kind of cooling system that God ordained because, I mean, rain and also it was a cooling vent. Okay? And God is trying to show something that air and light will come from above. Are you here? Alright. So he went to the upper room. Again, day of Pentecost, air and light, right? Air and light where? Everybody, let's stand because this lower room that we are sitting in, lower seats, 
We need air and light for the brain. Amen. And in, in his upper room, we feel what? Shout louder, folks. With his what? Open toward Jerusalem. He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. Windows. Look at your neighbor. Say, open your windows. Because what happens when you open your window, what's your window? Where you are venting. Open your windows so you vent to God. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Pouring out your heart to the Lord. When you open your windows, then God responds by opening his windows. Let's go real quick. Let's go real quick to Second, Second Kings chapter 7. 1 to 2 for a start and then we'll pick some other verses. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time. So if the Lord has said it, why is Elisha still having to say it? Because that's the principle. If God has said it on earth or from the heavens, a man, a human being must agree on the earth. And what was Elijah saying? Elijah, Elisha was opening his mouth. Somebody do like this. Can you feel air? What was the word in his mouth? Light. Light and air coming out of the window in the place. Are you seeing that? When you prophesy or pray, you are opening a window. Because you are releasing a blessing. Are you seeing this? This is why it's actually invalid to... Let me leave it. Tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel. And two seers of barley... Pialta wrote, read this yesterday. This is what I was saying. I spent my notes. For a shekel. At the... At the... What is happening at the gates? Commerce. Transaction. Economy. Inakomi. Business at the gate. Now, what does that silly Billy says, sir? See, so an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, "What? Look, if the Lord would, what will happen?" Kosimbi and he said, "What did Elisha say? In fact, you shall see it with your eyes." But you shall not eat it. So this guy said, mm, even if God were to make windows in heaven, but do you know that God has windows in heaven? Where do we see it? Malachi chapter 3. Bring all the tithes into my house if I will not open what? I'm not talking about the time. I'm talking about the windows now. Right? So this guy sounds like he's giving God a fresh idea. And he's treating what is real as hypothetical. You know why you say somebody is ventilating? When God vents and pours something upon your life, it disrupts your economy. All of a sudden, people who have never given you anything in their lives, they begin to say, what do you need? In fact, 
act like Daniel, they might throw you into the lion's den. But because God's windows are open over your life, guess what happens? The lions go, ah, this one looks attractive, but we can't eat him. There is something on him. Are you here, somebody? Now, who's supposed to open the window? Who's supposed to open it? You. Because whatever you bind on earth, whatever you lose on earth, but lose in heaven. So let's see how we can somebody say by this time tomorrow. Let's pray that. Let's pray that in one minute. Can you pray some by this time tomorrow? Let something shift. Let something change. Let something move. Let something break. Somebody get a Garcia. In Jesus' name we have prayed. If you read the remaining part of the story, you can go to verse, write it down, you can read everything. Write down 3 to 11 and 16 to 20. 2 Kings 7, 3 to 11 and 16 to 20. Basically what happens is, four leprous men were where? At the gates. So what happens at the window can affect the gates. Are you aware of that? You've seen all those movies before where somebody launched an attack from the window and then the enemy now they're attacking the gate, the whole city. You've seen that before? Alright, we also see it in Rahab. What happened at that window affected the, the gates of the city. Are you following this? So there were four lepers at the gate and they were saying to themselves, why do we sit here until we die? If we stay, go back to the city, the famine is going to kill us. If we sit here, we'll die. Say, how about let's take a step into the future, into tomorrow. And then guess what? As they began to move, you know what the Syrians were hearing at their camp? They were hearing armies. So as you pray right now, like Rosemont mentioned in our devotional chant yesterday, remember that scene from Simba and Mufasa where Simba was like, and the hyenas were laughing and all of a sudden, Mufasa came with a roar. That's what happens when you roar in prayer. Your father roars in response. When you roar in prayer, even with your broken voice or your almost lost voice, God never loses his voice. God has never used strep seals. He only opens seals. Are you seeing? God has never used vitamin C, but he's the vitamin that helps you see. When you roar, as they were taking steps, listen, they were taking steps, they were hearing army, armies, the sound of armies Israel. Do you understand that? You know, some leprous people don't even have toes, so they don't even have complete feet. God said, with your incomplete feet, with your incomplete legs, with your incomplete certificate, with your incomplete CV, you dropped out of school, you didn't finish a program. As long as you're taking steps of faith and there is a window that has been opened by a prophetic word over the territory, over the space, guess what? They will hear something stronger. They will hear something louder as we leave the streets in some minutes and we pray. We might just be 50 or 60 or 90 or 100 or 120 as we hit the streets. This community will hear the roar. 
that will stand on armies of God, the spiritual elements, the spiritual forces that have no choice but to bow as we exalt the name of Jesus, as we proclaim his name and his praise, as we declare his purpose, as we announce his glory, as we roar and march the territory, there will be a shift, there will be a turner, there will, will be a moving, Are you, are you hearing this? 
That's why we prayed last night about certain controlling forces, manipulations, ill will, and sensual words people have spoken in our spaces or behind our backs. Because those things can lock, they can. They might not even know what they're doing. But that is done now. want to take charge of territorial influences. Okay? So we're just going to ensure that we are fully immersed. Now look at what this says. They said, this thing that we're doing is not right though. They said, this is a day of good news and we remain silent. In other words, good news should never be silent. Even lepers knew that. He said, this is the day of good news. Uh, and if we wait until morning lights, morning lights, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore come, let us go to, and tell the king's household. These people were wise. There's some things you don't tell foot soldiers. You go and tell the king. Alright? Went to go and tell the king. And then people went, the plundered all of that. And guess what? A seer of fine flour was sold for a shekel. Two seers of barley for a shekel. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, no. <laughs> now the Lord had appointed the officer. Now the king had appointed the officer on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gates. Gatekeepers are about to change. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Gatekeepers are about to change. After this prayer walk, they will know there's a church in Maryland. Not just Maryland, they will know there's a church in Lagos. You know, because you know, there's a way people will say things like, ah, if you don't go and meet XYZ, if you don't go and tell XYZ, if you don't go and settle XYZ, if you don't go and bribe XYZ. So that thing happened and then what happened then the officer answered the man of God and said so it happened sorry so it happened just as the man of God had spoken to the king saying two seers of flour and all were not let's look at the last verse verse 20 and it so happened to him the verse before that and he yeah yeah then the officer had answered the man of God and said, Now look, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he had said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Verse 20. And it so happened to him. Something that was supposed to happen for him happened to him because he was not aligned. Listen, lepers are about to overtake governors. The lepers were aligned. The governor was not mis was misaligned. The lepers had never entered the palace, to the best of my knowledge, or at least the Bible doesn't tell us that. This guy had been in the palace. God went to go and bring the outsiders. I want to proclaim over this house. Some of you are outsiders in those circles of influence. Outsiders in those spheres of authority. Outsiders in those industries. But you better get ready because you are about to become insiders. In fact, some of you will win the Business Insider Award. You will become participants in the inner circle. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim the outsiders have become insiders. Non-entities have become the sole entities. It is also the story of the gospel. He said, we who were not a people 
Now now become God for young people in the Lord of hosts of Zion, in the God of Elijah, in the name of Almighty God, in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, the one who sent me, the one who commissioned me, the one who ordained me to the ministry, the one who gave me as a gift to you. I call in wherever you and I will find a concerning for someone for their destiny, for a for a divine relocation, divine realignment, divine repositioning, divine promotion, divine promotion in the name of Jesus. Raise up your two hands and shout amen. Now rise up from your knees, sir. Cry out, be come, and be come and inside her. Father, be come and inside her. The inner circles are open to me. The territories and spaces they open up to me. They spread to the north, to the east, to the west, in the south. They spread with seed. They no longer lack out of God opportunities. They no longer lack out of God's God's access program. In the name of Jesus, somebody drive it in two minutes. Because one life are required in the database, in the digital space. 
that's why people who are rich don't know Jay Trump they want power because power can make nonsense of your money right money can give you some power but if you have to choose one between power and money power is spirit because without power there will be no light to spend your money are you following this so when the word of a king is there is power Elisha spoke that word boom he was not monitoring the word the prophetic word does not need your supervision it just requires your intercession because the strength of that public declaration is in private communion are you seeing that that's why even after his mentor said I hear the sound of abundance of rain right what did he do he went to go and eat fried chips he went to go and pray and it took a breathing position it is very significant now can I ask you a question what do you think happened to those four lepers after they delivered the whole city what do you think happened to them because don't forget they hid some for themselves in case this economy is very wicked and they'll be like and so what you pastor lepers I personally believe that they must have been rewarded very handsomely either as the new guest keepers because don't forget they may not have given them the details of everything that happened they'll be like ah either you are very intelligent or very spiritual how are you marching and they were hearing the sounds of an army the moment you seize the gates wealth is available whilst Elisha was prophesying that he didn't know where the money was or where the food was but he knew that those words cannot fall to the ground once you have a prophetic word which war with it stop peeping and sleeping and trying to what we're going to do right now is wherever the barley is, wherever the grain is, wherever the cereal is, wherever the money for the rehab centers are, the money for king's clothing is. We want to give out free clothes every day. King's kitchen, free food every day. Where the money is somewhere. You'll be surprised at how rich people are inside this Nigeria. As you pray in the spirit, what you're doing is you're saying, Lord, we are ready to receive those things. Let the vast vistas of wealth from across the world begin to find their way on the camels and the chariots and the horses of the economy and they begin to ride and gallop all the way to kings and members of kings for kingdom purposes. Don't forget our declaration, money comes to me. Let's raise our voices and not sleep as we declare. Command the wealth to come. Praise and tell God, Lord, let us tell the gods. Let somebody tell me that Sheba Nalayababa. Sheba Nalayababa. Call for the wealth. Call for the wealth of the Gentiles. Call for the wealth of the nations. Call for the wealth. Call for the wealth. Bring wealth, 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 bring w
agreement. If you bow before greater than one, if you move on before greater than one, the record keeps for greater than one. A milestone keeps making those on the seven data or metrics in their lives, in their health, their blood pressure, or their social media following, or their numerical growth, or their financial and physical influence in the metrics, the records, authority, or the manifestation.
more than ever before you are set apart in your family you shine in your community you shine in the marketplace you shine out of this ministry arising kingdom influencers and culture shakers people who have the personal numbers of presidents and governors and kings and leaders for you will be counselors to kings and you will be leaders of territories and spaces in the name of Jesus Paul spoke to one king and the king said ah you almost convinced me the capacity for conviction the capacity not to edit Jesus out of your story we release upon you in the name of Jesus the grace for audacity the grace for boldness is upon you by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Somebody shout boldness. I proclaim wherever you were timid, wherever you were unsure, wherever you were uncertain, you are now bold in the name of Jesus. Your windows are perpetually open. Therefore, you never run out of inspiration. You have ideas in abundant proportions. You have accurate instruction. You are responsive. Doors are open for you. When they say no to others, they will say yes to you. You will carry peace and relocate to them. In the name of Jesus, your gates are continually open. Any day can be a payday. Any day can be a salvation day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Therefore, you will not only save souls during mass evangelism. As long as the day is called today, God will give you a door of utterance to bring the unsaved into the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, you locate the platform in your industry and you preach with audacity your products and services will be kingdom ambassadors favor finds you attractive favor is your name grace and mercy continually follow you as we hit the streets we move in the power of the Holy Ghost our bodies are strengthened our minds are strengthened our souls are strengthened our focus is fixed there will be no obstacle in our way no complication no accident no trauma nobody fainting no ill will will prevail our spiritual atmospheres will charge with fire we roar in the streets we make a difference in this territory let Father Mary let fall upon her glass thank you Father we give you praise and glory in Jesus name we pray
To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.